What is up? Welcome back. Set the tone. This is episode 17, which means, what does it mean, Ethan? It means that there are four more episodes in season one. Wow. We almost finished an entire season of Set the Tone. We'll be back. Don't worry. Hopefully with some special guests like my wife. Again, she doesn't know, but she's going to be on. She's going to be on. It's going to be great. But hey, I'm super excited for today's episode entitled what's it entitled trenches of truth there we go trenches of truth i got these, this idea from craig rochelle and it's really good i've already been applying it in my own life uh, a little bit for about a week now and it's been really beneficial so i hope that it um, helps you guys as well and if you've been empowered or inspired whatever word you want to use by this podcast please rate and review it really helps get the word out there share it with some friends as well if you have not been encouraged or inspired feel free to not rate and review <laughs> just kidding but hey let's dive in because I, I gotta man this is really good this is really good today and i hope you guys take something away from it so let's jump in young ethan picture a kid slightly overweight <laughs> has braces rubber bands also on his teeth has glasses um was the math olympic champion in fourth grade so i don't know if you can picture that but there you go um wore nba basketball jerseys sometimes this kid he would he wouldn't be what you'd call an athletic specimen and i knew it i also had something called Seaver's disease in my heel um, which uh, meant that my growth plate in my heel like didn't develop as fast as the rest of my body. So it was uh, it just made walking and running very painful. So that coupled with the fact, like I said, I wasn't exactly an athletic specimen, meant that I was pretty slow as a kid and couldn't really run uh, very gracefully. And I was told that. I was always told I was slow. And not that it was a lie, because I was, but I kind of believed that that was just what I was destined for. You know, like it was my future, it was my identity. And it wasn't until I got an encouraging word that that started to flip. And there's so much power in the words that we speak over ourselves, that others speak over us, but we can't control what others speak over us. So let's focus on what we can control and create trenches of truth. Mm, let's go. But what was that encouraging word, you might wonder? It was from my mom. And I think it was in middle school or like right before middle school, but I still remember. So as I got older, my growth plate, my heel caught up. I also got some orthotics once we kind of diagnosed what the problem was. And I was able to actually run without too much pain. And it was awesome. It was, uh, <laughs> it made sports a lot more fun. I played soccer growing up or for my international audience, football, my huge international audience. <laughs> I did notice someone from Spain watched the other day. If you are in Spain, watching listening whatever if you listen to this and you're in spain let me know i just want to know who you are because that's awesome but anyway i was playing soccer my mom was watching you know the classic saturday morning everybody's out there with their kids and she noticed uh, somebody running after um, an offensive player with the ball there was a defender running after him super fast and it took her a few seconds to realize it was me that i was actually moving i was hauling and she told me about it and I started to think, yeah, maybe I can do this. And it's not like, you know, everything flipped right away. But that word was the start of me realizing I can run like a normal kid. I can do 
uh, sports. And, you know, I eventually became one of the captains of the basketball team and the soccer team and ran a sub five minute mile, made a tri districts for track. So, but it took a while for that identity that I had over myself to kind of be flipped to realize I could do it. But it started with a word. And yes, that was just an excuse for me to tell you about my sub five minute mile. <laughs> just kidding. But what words are spoken over you that you believe? What things have been spoken over you? It took me a while to think of that example, to be honest. And I know there's more because sometimes you just kind of bury them, right? You bury them. But I want you right now, pause this podcast if you can and think of things that have been spoken over you by others or maybe even by yourself that you believe. I'll give you five seconds of awkward silence. Now, think of those things and let's think of triggers that enable us to think of them. So obviously that's not the only negative thing I've spoken of myself is that I was athletically slow. For me, uh, I sometimes face a lack of passion and it gets me discouraged. Whenever I get overwhelmed with work or get stuck doing monotonous finance work all day, here's some of the uh, discouraging words I speak over myself. Ethan, insert your name there. Ethan, you can't keep doing this. You could have a full-time worship leader job, doing something you love somewhere else easily. Go find it. The grass is greener and you can get there right away. Mm. I always think the grass is greener and I can get there right away. What am I forgetting? I'm forgetting that I need to be patient for God's plan. That he called Sarah and I to be a part of a church plant in Silicon Valley and that he's reaffirmed that call several times, many times. And he's provided every step of the way. Though That's the truth I need to be speaking over myself when I feel that apathy, when I feel discouraged. I need to get that truth into my head. You could call it a trench of truth. But what is it for you? What triggers you to tell lies or discouraging words over yourself? Again, this might, um, this might cause some self-reflection. I think it needs self-reflection to really get a good answer here. What triggers you to tell lies about yourself? It could be social media. You could see somebody um, being all the things you want to be, looking all the ways you want to look, and you start to tell discouraging words. Um, on average, 16,000 words come out of your mouth per day. How many of those are encouraging? Um, others or even yourself? How many of those are negative? And that's not even the thoughts. Those are just the words that come out of your mouth. So how do we combat it? This episode, this application is kind of another reframing of what we talked about in set a defense episode. Um, but I love it. I love it. I love it. So we're going to create a trench of truth to lead you out of a rut or a place of false thinking. Again, when we start to go down those wrong tracks, here's something that can get us back, facing the right way, down the right path. The Bible speaks to all of our problems. God's word gives us the truth that empowers us to break out of the old ruts of destruction and onto a new path that leads to life. That's from Craig Rochelle. <clears throat> so here's how we're going to do it. Find a verse, or excuse me, verses that apply to your fears or issues. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you guys through um, what I did earlier this week. Um, from, from these verses, put together a declaration. This is what I'm declaring to be true in my battle against the lies I'm tempted to believe. And the goal of this declaration is to have it become a new neural pathway 
the intentionally dug trench of truth. I love that line. Intentionally dug trench of truth that, that, uh, that reverses our thinking. And then once you have that declaration, place it somewhere accessible in the notes app for myself. I love that. Or maybe for you, it's the voice memo. Maybe it's physical sticky notes. Um, whatever it is, be creative. And then write them as if they were already true. This may seem foolish at first because you'll be saying something that you only want to believe, right? It might not be true for you yet. But everything else around you will be saying something different. That's okay. Don't give up. Resist the old lies and declare God's truth. Replay it over and over. That's where. That's why it has to be somewhere accessible. So let's walk through my example, hoping that this will help you to do your own. And I want you to do this you know, today or even tomorrow as it's fresh in your mind. Write your first declaration. So for myself, like I said, sometimes I face a lack of passion when I get overwhelmed. So here are some verses that deal with that, that I found. And all I did, honestly, is I typed in passion in my Bible app. <laughs> so whatever it is for you, maybe um, let's just go through something that might be for you. Maybe it's lust. Maybe that's something you deal with. Um, you can find verses easily on that. Maybe it's uh, not believing your marriage will ever be um, healthy whatever it be like the marriages you see, you can easily find verses on that. Maybe it's your uh, parenting. Maybe it's comparison, like we went over a little bit before. Whatever, it, maybe it's anger. Whatever it might be, you can we can write declarations that help us combat those things. So for me, it was lack of passion. Jeremiah 29, 11, come on, we all know it. For I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. Future filled with hope doesn't sound very apathetic to me. That sounds like a future filled with passion. Ephesians 2, 4 through 5, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, made us alive together with Christ. Being alive together with Christ doesn't sound like an impassioned reality. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> Matthew six ten. we know it, your kingdom come, your will be done. Part of the Lord's prayer. And I, um, I wanted to reframe it as, so passion isn't just for my own desires. It's for, I want passion for what God wants, for his kingdom, for his desires. That's why I chose that verse. Ephesians 6, 19 through 20, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. This is Paul, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Love that. Declaring it boldly. That sounds pretty passionate. Uh, and what it's God's will, proclaiming the mystery of the gospel. And then I love this. Uh, it's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Or I should say passages. It's more than one verse. It's a little long, but bear with me. It's awesome. Philippians 2, 1 through 8. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy. Mm, my joy, I love that. By being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped. But Jesus made himself nothing. Taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, 
And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So if it's important for Jesus to become obedient to God's will, to the point of death, how much more important is it us to humble ourselves and become obedient to that will of God? So with all those verses, and again, you don't have to do that many. I mean, it could be two or three. With all those verses, here's the declaration I made. When I'm feeling that lack of passion, when I'm feeling like, man, I could be doing something else somewhere else right away. Simba agrees if you hear him. (laughs) Here's the declaration I made. I have been born again, made alive together with Christ, equipped by the Holy Spirit to do his work. Lord God, I humble myself and my desires, and I come into accordance with your will. God, it's not by my strength, but by yours. You want to give me that strength, passion, and desire to accomplish your will here on earth and to boldly proclaim your gospel. I receive it today. Granted, your declaration doesn't have to be that long, either. It probably would be better for me to remember if it was shorter, but I just love the different aspects of that. I have been made alive with Christ. I've been equipped by the Holy Spirit to do his work. I humble myself. There's that aspect of wanting God's desires, and I come into accordance with your will. God, it's not by my strength, but yours. When I'm feeling that apathy, that lack of passion, I remember I need God's strength. You want to give me that strength, passion, and desire to accomplish your will and boldly proclaim your gospel. I receive it today. So at the end, it's kind of like, man, I receive these words of truth over myself. So I made a little note called declarations, and that's the first one. And I hope, sorry, I know this is going a little long, but this is just so good, so important. I hope we can create some trenches of truth in your life together. So I want you to go through and write your own Maybe just a super short one just to get started. And let's do this together. Uh, Go back and listen to the steps to do it. But man, thank you guys for being on this journey with me. Set the tone. Let's just worship him together. Let's think of those things. Think of truths that you can declare over yourselves as we worship. Days may be darkest, but your light is greater. You light our way, God, you light our way. Yes, you do, Jesus, when evil is rising, you're rising higher with power to save, with power to save. You keep hope alive, you keep hope alive from the beginning to end, your word never fails you. Keep hope alive because you are alive. Jesus, you are alive. Yes, you are. Because hey! death had a stronghold, but your life was stronger. Rose from the grave, rose up from the grave. Yes. When evil is rising, you're rising higher with power to save, with power to save. Oh, cause you keep hope alive. You keep hope alive from the beginning to end. Your word never fails you. 
truth, whatever it is. My God, I'm alive in you. The spirit of apathy washes over. It's gone in your name, because you give me strength to face today. You give me strength. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to rise up on wings like worthy of your praise. Come on. Because your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. By your Spirit, by your Spirit, I will rise from the ashes of defeat. The resurrected King is resurrected. In your name I come alive to declare your victory. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. Oh, you're resurrecting me, God. Today, Jesus, 
I can say you're resurrected. I'm alive because you're alive. My hope's alive because you're alive. God, yeah. 